If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You know, we don't want to be too, too specific with content where we're like really, really niching down and only talking to a very small segment because we want to get as many views as we can on the content. And then because we have this system on the back end, we're then able to filter through people to get them what they need. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Imagine this. You're spending time with your family on the weekend and a reel that you made days ago causes a potential customer to DM you on Instagram. While you're cozied up on the couch, a chatbot is engaging with them, getting their email address and serving them with exactly what they need without you having to lift up your phone or open up the app. That is the power of automated chat funnels. Now, my guest today is not a stranger, the Gold Digger podcast. She's Natasha Willis, the visionary founder of School of Bots, which is a platform dedicated to empowering business owners with the knowledge and skills to harness the power of chatbot technology. This time last year, she came onto the show to discuss how she had been helping me with my newest marketing strategy, automated DMs or chat funnels. Now, one year later, Natasha's here to share share her invaluable insights into what's new, what's working, where the future of chatbot automation is headed, and how you can get started leveraging the power of it today. Whether you're a seasoned marketer looking to stay ahead of the curve or a business owner considering the integration of these chat funnels or someone who is stressed out, overwhelmed, and sick of creating content, this episode is packed with actionable advice on how you can find success using chatbot automation. Join us as we walk you through how to build your first automated chat funnel. And if you'd like to see how all of this technology works for yourself, DM me at Jenna Kutcher, just type in the word chat and you can see 
see it in action and be connected to Natasha and her resources that she created, especially for you gold diggers. Again, head to Instagram, type in the word chat, send it to me in a DM, and I will show you these funnels in action and connect you with what you want, which is Natasha. Without further ado, let's dive on in to this episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Your sales software shouldn't be a bummer. When you step inside your CRM, you should feel equipped to do your best work. Like you're sitting in the pilot seat with easy to use powerful controls. And that's the magic of HubSpot Sales Hub. The new Sales Hub is designed to help you win quarter over quarter and year over year. With an intuitive prospecting workspace and AI-powered tools that reduce your workload, managing leads is a lot less like manual labor. And closing deals, it's no big deal at all. Wrangle your day-to-day tasks on a seamless platform that makes navigating contacts, calls, and analytics easy. Get AI-powered tools like ChatSpot that are tailor-made to be personal assistants for your CRM. Simply prompt it to pull up a contact, sum up last week's sales, or research your competitors. By automating steps across the sales pipeline, you can take back your time and spend it on more impactful tasks. Close more deals and get on track for your best Q1 yet. Learn about HubSpot Sales Hub at HubSpot.com slash sales. That's HubSpot.com slash sales. Okay, I am obsessed with today's guest. She is a staple in my life. She is someone who I consider to be on my team. She is someone who I tell everyone I meet about. I don't think that there has been another person's name on my lips more than yours in this last year, Natasha. So welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And it is such an honor to be here. And just like the beginnings of our relationship are just so funny when you think back to like how quickly we started working together and like how kind of random, you know, it was. And so it feels so kind of special to be back now a year later and be able to talk about all the things that have happened. So I'm so excited. And thanks for for having me back on. Natasha is like the best cold pitch that ever entered my life. And if you want to hear that story, you can go back to her episode from a year ago, which we're linking in today's show notes. So much has changed in a year. It's just so crazy. And before we dive in to talk about all the new things with chat automation, why I am so stinking obsessed with it, why it was the number one topic I kept bringing up on the show, give us just a quick overview of who you are, what you do, and then we're going to dive into some really awesome specifics. Awesome. So I run a company called School of Bots that I started about seven-ish years ago with my now husband, but I actually dropped out of college or left college, as I like to say, took a leave of absence and kind of dove into this whole new thing that I honestly had no idea how it might pan out. So I'm happy I took the bet now, but back then it was like, kind of the fart app phase of chat automation where people were like, what do we do with this? This seems like a great idea, but how do we actually get business results from it? So it started with Facebook Messenger when Facebook kind of opened up the capability to create these automated, what we call now chat funnels. And we'll talk about all what that means and what that looks like here shortly, but started there and we were able to support a couple of clients in our first year with some really awesome results in lead generation and sales. And so just continue to grow that over time. Instagram opened up about three-ish years ago. And since then, there's been just so much adoption. And so I feel really lucky and excited to have kind of helped pave the way with a lot of this space. And ultimately, I see it as the evolution of business communication, because now more than ever, all 
all of us use messaging apps, whether it's Instagram, DM, Messenger, text message, WhatsApp, Telegram, Slack, to communicate with everyone in our lives. And so it's undeniable that this is the place where businesses also need to be available to people to help them make a purchase, to give them the information they're looking for, et cetera. And so that's kind of what's led me here today. And over the last now seven years, we've been able to generate over $56 million in sales through these channels. And through that, we have sent over close to now 80 million messages on the platforms. So we've been able to analyze a lot of that data too, and really pride ourselves on being constantly on the edge of like, what's really working? What feels good for people on these channels when communicating with businesses while also getting some really stellar business results? Yes. Oh my gosh. In our episode from a year ago, I talked about just a lot of the hesitations, concerns, thoughts around like, you know, am I going to be losing touch with people? Is this going to rub people the wrong way? Is this going to annoy people? Like all of these different things. And we walked through all of those different objections And I can say one year later with a resounding full body, yes, that this is the number one marketing technique that we have added to our business. And it has just changed the way we do business. Natasha, I was recently in a room with a bunch of leaders, many of who our listeners would know. And I got asked to present on this topic. And like, I am your number one fan, but also chat funnel number one fan. Like I, I am just obsessed with this ability to eliminate so much friction and to bring the joy and the fun back into content creation. And when I was talking to people and getting fired up, I was like, you better believe I'm going to make a reel if I know that I can tie this to results. And like people were like, I have not been that excited about content creation in like (laughs) seven years. And so today, let's start walking through some of the different things that we have been doing. Now, I have referenced chat funnels and the work that you do and the way you've implemented in 10 different episodes throughout this last year. That is how powerful this is. So real quick, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but for anyone who's still like, what is a chat funnel? What is the easiest way? Like what would my grandpa Sulo understand if we were to explain what a chat funnel is? Okay. So I think for your audience that kind of understands the process of like what it might look like to opt in on a landing page for something for free, I'll start there. I feel like the challenge to explain it to your grandpa, I might have to backtrack and go to that one (laughs) and simplify (laughs) from there. But it's kind of like turning your landing page and your email sequence into a fun fully automated back and forth conversation inside of Instagram DM. And so it's really about creating a conversational format around getting people whatever they're looking for. So we'll go into examples, kind of how we've been using it together, how people can start to use it, but literally any kind of outcome that you want for your business, whether it's booking an appointment, getting people to buy something, getting people's email in exchange for something, getting them something free, even a podcast episode, we can deliver that to them inside of a conversation. All is that automated. Yes. <laughs> yes. And all automated. If, if any listeners are listening and you've seen me say like, comment the word chat or comment 20X or comment the word pod and I'll send you a link. 
all of that is a part of a chat funnel. It's all automated. I am not personally checking my inbox and responding to every single person. That can all be automated. And I think too, it's interesting because I think some people have adopted the front end of the strategy and they are manually delivering the back end of the strategy because they don't know that all of these pieces can be simplified and automated and done for you. And I think that that's something that I'm excited to dive deep into. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen that a lot. It was funny. I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day where they're like, I've been getting obsessed with just learning about this. And so I've been commenting on people's stuff and I notice it's not instant. I'm getting a response, you know, a couple hours or a couple days later, they're clearly doing this manually. And now that I know what you do, I'm just like mind blown that they're not, you know, automating at all. Yes. yes. Okay. So let's talk about some of the results we've gotten and we've seen. And maybe while we do that, we can kind of walk through some of the different fun that we've set up for my own business. And a listener might be able to kind of understand or start to imagine what sort of funnels they could set up within their own. Perfect. And I have a couple of specific numbers. Is it cool if I share like exact new emails, maybe some of the sales numbers we've seen specifically from Chat Funnels? Lay it out for our listeners. Okay, perfect. So overall for this year, because we've been working together since about September of 2022, but this year specifically in 2023, we've now collected over 52,000 new emails from your chat funnels overall. And to date, we from September 2022, we've had like over 40 different campaigns that we have run for different use cases. So not to bog everyone down with all the things you can do, but to kind of maybe look at the top three campaigns that we ran this year. The ones that come to mind were you had a launch for your Pinterest lab product. So that was to kind of first start out with that. There's a webinar that you run, right? So you've got three times that people can attend. And so in the DMs, what we did was every reel that you were creating during that time had a call to action action for people to comment. And once they commented, they received a message that took them into a back and forth conversation. We collected their emails right in the DM. So people never had to leave the platform or go to a landing page or even have to find the landing page link in your link in bio. And from there, we actually had 85% of people who commented on your posts actually give you their email in the DMs, which, you know, to get a little bit nerdy about the numbers, that is so much higher than a typical landing page. And what most brands will ever achieve with a conversion rate. So it's really exciting to see that not only was that the number we see across most of your funnels, but that's the standard that I see across the thousands of different accounts that we implement. So not only are you getting so many more people on the front end, like you said, where it's now fun to create content because you know you're going to get traffic to your offers, but you're also converting people at a much higher rate on the back end. And that then allowed them to get registered. That tied right into your email platform, into your webinar platform. And so within 60-ish seconds, people simply share their information inside of that automated conversation, and they're now registered for your webinar, as well as signed up for webinar reminders. But I want to pause real quick in case there's anything you want to highlight light there or just let me know if that's making sense. Oh, I mean, okay. So one thing you really have to understand as you listen about this is that we were able to do all of those things within the DMs. The person never left Instagram. Now think about a different user case scenario. Let's say before I was using chat funnels, I would create a post. I would have a long caption at the very end of it. I would say, go to the link in my bio. Then someone has to get out of the post, go to my bio, find the link in it, click the link in it, go to the page, wait for the page to load, let the page load, click the button, maybe decide to opt in or not. And that's kind of talk to the saying like, 
sometimes an option or a conversion percentage on something like that is like 10%. And I would even argue it could be like 2% of like your follower actually engaging on the post and then making all of those steps to get over there. And so the fact that you can do all of this without the person ever leaving the platform they were on is insane. I mean, they can literally choose their webinar time in their DMs and sign up for it. That is eliminating so much friction. It's eliminating clicks. It's eliminating time. It's eliminating confusion. It's eliminating frustration. And I love the final thing you added in. They can also opt in for reminders. So I am the queen of reminders. I have ADHD. Even getting ready today, I'm like, I have three minutes. I totally have enough time to make another coffee. Like, I need reminders. And so it also gives us this capability that other avenues don't necessarily give us, which is to drop back in and say, hey, reminder, your training is starting soon, which then can increase that next conversion that many people are looking at, which is the show up rate. Yes, precisely. And so to kind of take people through then the rest of that launch journey, there are a lot of moving pieces, as you all can imagine. But again, thinking about the journey that you typically see with landing pages and emails, that's a good parallel to make. So we talked about the webinar registration. Now people are registered. And now what we're able to do is then send them reminders leading up to the event. So these are like friendly, kind of gentle nudges, but they can also be fun. So we have things like voice notes sometimes or selfie videos, or just a simple like, hey, don't forget that your class is tomorrow. We're going to be covering XYZ. You're going to get this bonus. And so it's a little bit of a different vibe than your emails because you don't want to send the exact same thing. But the great thing about these messages is that they get 100% open rates and between a 30 to 70% click rate, which I know is quite a range, but that's across, you know, all sorts of different messages. And so usually when we have reminders, we're on the higher end of that because they're just simple like, hey, you know, do you need anything for the class? Here's your link, all these kind of things that we can do to meet people where they are at. Whereas with email and other channels, it's more of a one-way street where it's like, here's all the information. And that's helpful too, but it's just an evolution of being able to meet people where they're at, depending on what they need at that point in time. Yes. I loved that campaign. And that was my first launch this year where I fell in love with content again, because for so many people and creators, especially people that have been at this for a long time, but even people just starting out, content is this sticking point where it's something you feel like you have to do. But so many of us struggle to actually connect the dots on the time that we're spending on content and the results that it is actually giving us. It's really hard to track if you're not doing a system like this because likes and comments don't pay the bills. This was the first time where I was like, oh my gosh, these chat funnels are outperforming our paid ads, which was our number one strategy in the past. All of a sudden I'm like, I am going to create 18 more reels. Like, I don't even know how many it was, but like, I just got so excited. You did create a lot. (laughs) I posted, I was getting hundreds of comments. And even if you don't have the audience that I have, if you could put up a post and directly tie it to a real result, like a result, like a new inquiry, a new booking, a new call, a new client, it makes creating content, like the energy just totally shifts. And so that was the first launch. And so now when I go into launches, I am like, I want to have 30 posts locked and loaded and ready to go because I know that it is going to drive results. And so the Pinterest lab was just such a like pivotal moment and a pivotal launch for us, I think as a team and us in our partnership of like, holy cow, the sky is the limit here. 
Totally. And I actually love, I didn't realize that you had only planned to do a couple of posts. I don't think we ever talked about that because you just came like, you know, busting out the gates and you had so many great pieces of content. Those pieces of content did so well. And it kind of laid the groundwork then for what we did for the rest of the year with all of our other launches, because then we were able to identify, hey, if you put out eight posts that promote the webinar, for example, we have people comment, here's what we can anticipate for registrations. And so it really allowed us to create a formula together that was like, hey, if our goal is XYZ registrations, XYZ sales, it was so much easier to reverse engineer all of that too. And we haven't even talked about the post then that kind of came after the car opened, which was that you were now able to use all kind of these different angles, which to, and this is a little bit more advanced strategy, y'all. So if you're like, okay, let me nail down the webinar registration first, that's the goal is like that first thing, which we're going to talk about how to reverse engineer this and like what you should start with. But to give people an idea of what's possible, what we did after your card open was firstly, anybody who missed the webinar, you had a replay call to action. And that also led people to buy later, but it was another angle of, hey, if you missed it, hop in and watch it here. And then we had people be able to actually get information about the product that they were buying. And so we kind of tapped into different audiences because you had people who didn't sign up for the webinar, weren't interested in the replay, but did want your product. And that's what we see a lot on social is you have this audience you've been nurturing for such a long time, or maybe recently found you, but are just more of a buyer, a faster buyer. And so we're able to tap into those people as well in a way that still feels good for the business and for people. Whereas in the past, once again, you'd have to rely on LinkedIn bio. Those posts tend to do really poorly when you're just promoting something. And we'll talk a little bit about like things to avoid with this strategy. Strategy, but that's one of the biggest things I see is like people tend to treat those types of posts as advertisements. And I think you are such a stellar example of somebody who treats every piece of content like you want to add value in it. And as a result of that, we were able to collect a lot of people, not just for the replay, but also for actual direct purchases that send people right to the product. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And one final thing to note on this too, is that now that this is built, even just the other day, I did a post using the same chat funnel. So I said, comment 20 X. If you want to learn just my Pinterest strategies and thousands of comments came in, this is months and months and months later. And so what's beautiful too, is it almost gives you this library of options of what you want to do. So even if as a small business owner, you had five different options, maybe it was a couple different free offers. Maybe it was an opportunity to book a call. Maybe it was an opportunity to join your email list or whatever that is, or listen to your podcast. If you had even just five funnels set up, that could be super simple. You then have ideas around what you're creating the content around. Because as a content creator with ADHD, if someone says, what are you going to make today? I'm like, I could make anything. I could do anything. Like I need parameters, any boundaries. And so what's beautiful is that even months and months and months later, after this amazing promotion, I am still leveraging the same strategy in a slightly different way and getting massive results. So it's not like a fluke. And I think we proved that this year. Yeah, absolutely. And I love you mentioned that too, because again, for any kind of promotions that people have where that product is available throughout the year, this now becomes a part of your rotation, yeah. which I don't think we necessarily plan to talk about today, but we can probably weave it in of just like, you know, you now have a calendar where you know, hey, during this week, I'm promoting this thing. Yeah. And so, like you said, you are giving yourself those parameters so that even if you don't necessarily resonate with the ADHD angle, which I know a lot of you listening probably do, but yeah. let's say you're like, yeah, I, I maybe don't feel that way, but even then you probably feel some kind of stress around like, what the heck should I post today? What do I promote? And that either tends to too little promotion because people are like, I don't want to come across too salesy or promotional, but there's not a real strategy there for you to get business results then. Or you lean way towards like, I'm promoting 20 different things in a day or a week, which I see a lot more of. And again, that is just a big mistake that I see people make because now you end up confusing people or overwhelming them or kind of creating this blindness to your promotions. Let's go deeper on that a little bit. Like what isn't working with this strategy? Because I think that, you know, as this explodes, which I believe it is, 
we're going to see really good business practices. And then we're also going to see some that aren't so great or that the user yes. isn't positioned as the hero in the journey. And so what are some things that people should be thinking of if they're thinking about creating their first funnel? And then after we answer this, we'll talk about what can you create? Yeah, absolutely. So four things kind of come to mind when you think about what's not working. And I also, you know, this kind of goes along with like common mistakes and things that I see. So maybe just start from like a high level. One of the biggest things to keep in mind when you kind of get into the DM part of this is that if you're a B2C company, meaning your business to consumer, and let's say, for example, that your audience is parents, let's say that you sell a parenting course, you want to be mindful that your audience tends to be a lot more skeptical and oftentimes very repulsed by messages that could at all feel salesy. And so the way that we position the message copy, the way that we follow up with people in the DMs is a lot softer and gentler for those people where it really feels conversational. It's not like a, hey, you forgot to do XYZ, like go buy my thing or yeah. make sure that you sign up for my thing. And like you said, the user always needs to be positioned as the hero, but more so for people who are selling things that are maybe more of an emotional buy compared to like a B2B audience of, oh, I need that to grow my business. And it's a very logical purchase. And I've seen people kind of get caught up on that because they're like, why isn't this working for my B2C audience? And it's simply because people start to get almost offended by like, whoa, you're in my DMs. This is my place. And I love the analogy that Amy Porterfield talks about too, where like, you know, email is like their home, right? I might be butchering that a little bit, but essentially comparing like that to social media, like seeing somebody's posts versus being in their DMs, it's a very sensitive channel. And so you want to be really mindful of that, not coming across like too aggressively. I mean, we all hate the DMs that solicit all sorts of crap, right? <laughs> and so you day. don't want to fall into that bucket. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just important, like talk to them like they are a friend. And that I think is the best way to approach it. And that will then kind of lead and guide you in how you write that copy and how you kind of promote that. So that'd be the first thing. There's a couple others, yeah. but anything that you'd want to dig into deeper there? No, I just, I love that. And one thing that I can hear almost like an objection from our listeners is like, I don't want it to feel like a bot, right? Like we've had good bot yes. experiences. We've had bad bot experiences. We've had those bot experiences where we're like typing representative. Like I just want to talk to a human, right? Yes. <laughs> and so one beautiful thing to think about with this is that this will allow you to have intentional conversations at scale. And one thing that's beautiful, and I've thought about this since really day one of my business is like, if I can thoughtfully create something once, when I'm in the right headspace, when I'm really thinking through the user experience and the journey and leverage it over and over and over again. I did this in the very beginning with like email templates, right? Where I really thoughtfully sat down and said, you know, I'm going to send this to a hundred different people, but it's going to feel like it's one-to-one -one because I'm in the mind space and the headspace of like, this is what this is going to be. If you think about sitting down and intentionally doing that in terms of the chat funnel versus trying to respond to a DM when your kid's pulling at your leg and dinner's burning on the stove, you can create a better experience, a more thoughtful experience, and it's an experience that is immediate, whereas you don't have to be on your phone immediately. And I think that that's a big difference. And so I just want to kind of like reframe because I'm sure there's some people that are like, that terrible bot experiences, like how does this work? And I just think that there's something really beautiful about really sitting down and being able to intentionally lay this out 
and consistently refine and tweak it. But thinking of that process versus like, what does it really look like when you're trying to respond to your DMs? Most of the time, it's not convenient for you. It's not the best response. It's not the most like user focused. And so this is just like a different way of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And to add to that as well, I think it is a similar reaction that I tend to see from creators as well, where just like with content, I'm feeling burnt out. You know, I don't know how much longer I can do this for, even though I love doing it. It's just been tough because I can't tie this necessarily to business results. I think a lot of people see the DMs in the same way where they're like, I've just got to go in and maybe give free advice all the time or like tell people where to find something that was on my website. Like just go to my site, reach out to our customer support. And so I see a lot of frustration with that. And without going too deep into all the things you can do, you know, this kind of lead generation and sales generation is just one pillar of all the things you could potentially automate over time. Like for example, you get a lot of DMs about, hey, what's your biohacking routine and things about health? Because you've been really passionate about that, you know, in the recent years and people are very curious about that. And so instead of you having to go in every single time, we can get someone an instant response, which they appreciate. And you don't have to worry about those people not being taken care of. So even if it's something like, hey, it sounds like maybe you're asking about my routine or these products that I use, like maybe this will answer your question and we're able to point them to some resources for that. And so that's just one example of how we can also go a step further with just some of those different entry points for things that people are already seeing come inbound for them. Yes, absolutely. One thing that I think would be really interesting is let's frame up what would be like the first funnel a listener could go out and build? Like what are the things they must have? What do they need to do? And then we can kind of keep going through some of the examples just to kind of help jog what they might be imagining for themselves. So somebody's listening to this and they're like, I've heard Jenna talking about this 10 different times over the last year and I still haven't done it. Where do I begin? Yes. So before we get into strategy, the first things, kind of the ingredients that you want to have are firstly, the software that's going to help you run this. And secondly, an asset that you can promote that ties to a bigger business result for you, which ideally is revenue generation. So the best thing that we have seen perform just consistently again and again is a PDF download that leads to a larger purchase, right? And for context, if people are like, my product costs X or my service costs X, will this work for me? Right now, our chat funnels on autopilot, aka without human involvement, sell products between a dollar to a hundred thousand dollars. So it is quite a range to where I would hope your product fits somewhere in between there and know that there is a case study or an example that I can pull out and show you. And so when it comes to thinking about that, what is something simple that you could do like a listicle or a lead magnet that you already have that could then lead people to the next step with you? And the next step doesn't necessarily have to be a purchase. It could be maybe they have to book a call to buy with you, or maybe they go into a webinar registration or a discount code. If Let's say you're an e-commerce store, but lead magnets, because they seem to be lower commitment and it just takes a couple of minutes for people to consume, it's an easy kind of next step for people after consuming an Instagram post from you. So I highly recommend that you start with that because that's what's going to get you the most leads initially. And something that you're really good at is being able to collect like a lot of people on the front end. And we've actually talked about with your content is like, 
you know, we don't want to be too, too specific with content where we're like really, really niching down and only talking to a very small segment because we want to get as many views as we can on the content. And then because we have this system on the back end, we're then able to filter through people to get them what they need. Because obviously a percentage of people who maybe engage with your posts aren't going to buy the thing we're promoting there, but at least they are sharing that piece of content or they're allowing us to get more reach with it. So at the end of the day, when it comes to like the type of content you're putting out and then the lead magnet, you want to make it as applicable to people as possible without obviously going outside of your market or people who are super different from what you're looking for. So that would be the first thing is having a easily consumable PDF that you can promote in your chat funnels initially. Yeah. And I love this. One thing I wanted to add, Natasha, is that if somebody's listening and they're like, okay, I don't know what the offer is going to be yet. That doesn't mean to skip this first step. This first step is something you can set up today to start growing your leads while you build out the offer. So if you listen to my advice on email list building or anything like that, just having a valuable piece of content that somebody is going to want that you can position what you're creating around start there. And then you can always then filter those people in the future to the offer. Cause I know there's probably people listening that are like, I want to start a side hustle or I want to start a business or I'm thinking about this. This can be a beautiful first step one to see how many people are interested in it. Right. It's like a free way to test out your idea and two, to start growing that list so that when you have something to launch, you have a list you can launch to. Yes. Thank you so much for bringing that up because this has actually been top of mind for me because like you said, either somebody who's starting to maybe monetize their audience or even growing their audience for the first time and they're not quite sure where to start. Oftentimes I see them just go into building a product like immediately and they're not even sure if people are interested in it or want to buy it. Or there are, for example, we've got a client who does several hundred thousand dollars a month on Instagram and they aren't focused on growing their email list at all because people just buy right off of their, their posts and whatnot. But, you know, as we both know, and as your audience knows from hearing from you, you don't own your Instagram followers and even the people in your DMs, which is why it's so important to collect those emails. And so this allows you to do that in just such a beautiful way that then you can have other things you promote to them later on in the DMs and on Instagram. But the first goal is get those emails as soon as you can so that you can serve them in a place where if Instagram were to go down, if something happened to your Instagram account at some point or whatever, you know, if there was a glitch on the platform and you started to lose followers, which has happened in the past, you know, then those people are still your people and you have access to them. Yeah. I love that. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So let's talk about how to piece this together because the software piece is something that I think people get confused by. 
Totally. And so one thing to kind of think about when you're going into this is that you don't have to start with like a crazy complex funnel, right? If you go through one of Jenna's funnels, you'll notice that if you drop off, for example, there will be a nice gentle follow-up that's like, hey, you know, did you still want to get access to this? And you'll see a lot of kind of bells and whistles that of course we have spent a lot of time and energy putting in because that is what we specialize in and that's what we spend all of our time doing. And so for you as the business owner or somebody doing this for let's say the company you work for or for your side hustle or your account, you know, don't get too caught up on creating something super fancy. But the first piece of it is having that ingredient. The second step of this, which is the software that you want to set up is called ManyChat. And Jenna actually has a code for you, 30 days free of their pro subscription, which only starts at 15 bucks a month. So after those 30 days, it's still super affordable to use. But using the code Jenna will give you 30 days free. So you can test this out completely risk-free and be able to see how this starts to perform for you. And so when you dive into the software, it's going to be pretty straightforward to essentially start to put together like a flowchart like process of what this is going to look like in the DMs for you. And so you'll be able to collect their emails right in there. And then from there, be able to send that over to whatever email platform you use. It works with Flowdesk, which I know is one that Jenna talks about all the time with ConvertKit, Keep, HubSpot, literally any of the email marketing platforms that are out there, this will tie right into. And so at the end of the day, the main reasons why you want to do this is firstly, you're going to be collecting people's emails at a much higher rate than any landing page. But also this is going to allow you to do it all inside of the platform without them having to leave their Instagram DMs. Yes. I love this. There are so many different entry points I've seen recently too. I always just like love to pay attention of like, what am I opting in for? Right. Because I know how all of this works. Even fashion influencers will do like comment links and then they'll send you the links to their shirt they're wearing or their necklace. There's the same thing for recipes or jewelry. You can do this for podcast episodes. You can do this for a chapter of your book. You can do this for a lead magnet of, you know, five ways to feed your family. You can do this for basically anything. And one thing that I love that you said, Natasha, is like it can be the most simple funnel, right? Like, You could say, comment the word food and I will send you the ingredients for this recipe. And you could literally just send them a list in their DMs of the ingredients should you want to. So it doesn't have to be this huge back and forth thing. It can be super simple. But one thing I want you to do is to sign up for ManyChat, do it for a month free and just prove to yourself that you can do this. Like even if you have a following of a thousand people, just to start to pay attention to how is the content I'm creating actually driving a real result beyond a like or comment? How do I measure that? Not only is it going to like give you this confidence of like people actually want what you have, but it's going to make creating content so much more fun. Yes. I love that you brought this up and actually had it top of mind to, to ask you to maybe reiterate if you remember, otherwise I might do kind of a summary of, you had mentioned ManyChat's Instagram summit recently. One of the great points that you made was like, if you don't get a gazillion comments on the first post where you tell people to comment a word, that is okay. And you talked a little bit about how like you're training your audience to engage with you in this way, you know, with enough consistency, we haven't seen this not work. And so any chance you can speak a little bit to that? Because I think I've gotten a couple of DMs where people are like, I tried it, it didn't work. And I look at their posts, I'm like, you only tried it on this one post, you could have swapped these things. So I'd love for you to talk to that. So A hundred percent. It is so funny how quickly we want to just stop experimenting. And I am a lover of experiments. Recently, my accountants were like, what is this money going towards? And I was like, an experiment. I just love to try different things out. 
And so to switch your methods and to all of a sudden maybe get on stories when you haven't been on stories for months and say, comment me this word and I'm going to do this thing. People are like, wait, what? And so like what I want for you to do, you have 30 days of a pro trial of mini chat commit to at least five different ways that you are asking people to do a certain action and see what happens. And again, just as you've trained them to do what they're currently doing, which is likely liking and commenting, maybe saving or sharing, you are going to train them with this new method. And it's not a negative thing, but it's it's an interesting way to change it. And one thing I thought that was so interesting, Natasha, is at a recent mastermind, we had a lot of people that have like a lot of connections at a lot of the bigger platforms like Meta. And someone was sharing in the room that Meta is investing so heavily in their DM platform and the expansion of that because they see that DMs is like the number one way that people actually feel connected on the platform, right? They see that as a way more valuable interaction than simply scrolling and double tapping and liking and maybe commenting a heart. And so it was just like even more proof of what we're already seeing of like, this is a really meaningful way to connect with people. People want to connect in this more intimate way. It's a more private way of connection. People maybe feel more able to be vulnerable to share where they're at or what they need help with in a private space. And so if you can commit for me and Natasha to doing this for 30 days and at least trying five different times. And you know, it's funny, Natasha is when we were at this mastermind, I was telling people that one of my strategies is trying to just shoot 60 seconds of my life a day to create B-roll, just like footage of random things. It could be working out. It could be putting on makeup. It could be cutting an avocado for lunch. And one of the guys that was there had never posted B-roll content. And I was like, Brandon, you're standing in this light. It's beautiful light. Let me just like take this little shot. He posted it with the many chat trigger. His post did seven times better than all of his last posts. Got tons of engagement, like on his first thing. And all it was, was a post of him writing something down on a sheet of paper. And then it said like this number one quote changed my life. Read the caption in the caption. He had a call to action. Like it was like literally within 24 hours he implemented and he was like, Oh my God. I was like, it's working, Brandon. It's working. And he's like, it's working. It's working. So just commit to like actually trying, which I think is really powerful. Oh, I love that story so much because it just highlights all the things like it can really be that simple. And it's about just understanding what's working right now. And so that's why I admire your mindset of like treating everything like an experiment in a sense and being open to it, but also making sure that just like with a scientific experiment, you're giving it enough opportunity to work and you're not just totally discrediting it. If it doesn't work after, you know, one or two or even three posts, you guys may need to try a couple of different different things to see how that works. Cause there's so many different factors that could be involved there. You want to make sure it's clear enough, et cetera. And so the simpler that you can make those tests, the better. So you can start to tweak things and kind of figure out, Oh, maybe this hook didn't work. Or maybe where I placed it in the caption was confusing. Cause I put it at the end of like a five sentence paragraph, which I've seen plenty of times, or maybe I was telling people to do six different things in my caption, like make sure that you save this and don't forget to share it with a friend and like this and comment yes below. And by the way, also comment this to get this. So all these pieces, just keep in mind that all of them can affect your post. And so it's not just about the fact that you wrote comment in the caption, but that you want to be mindful of all the ingredients that are a part of your post. Yeah, I love that. And one thing that I think is really powerful is if somebody's listening and they're like, I just hate content creation, I want to fall back in love with it. 
once you set up these funnels, then you get to really have fun with the content creation piece, right? Like once the back end is set up and you know that it works and it's converting the way that you hoped it would, then you really get to have fun experimenting with the front end of that entry point. And I just think that that's where so many creators fall back in love with why they got started and maybe how they grew a following, whether it's small or large, is like that connection piece, that showing of your life piece. It like becomes so much more fun again. And I think so many of us are like wanting the fun back in that piece of our lives. Yes. I love that you mentioned that. And I was telling you too, you know, before we started recording that we recently did a couple of interviews with some of our clients, like very in-depth interviews. And the number one thing that came out was exactly that is people were feeling so burnt out by, I've been creating content for such a long time. You know, things worked so differently on Instagram years ago, or even newer of just, I don't know how to create business value out of the content that I'm creating. And this allows you to, once it's set up, it's running. And now you can put all of your energy and attention and creative juices back into the content side of things, which is going to help you fuel all of this. And it can become fun again. Yes. I love that. As we start to close out, what are the things that you're expecting to see as trends for this next year? Like, what are the things that we should be kind of paying attention to? What am I going to be talking about on my podcast a few months from now? Because we will be talking about this again. Yes. Okay. A couple of things come to mind. The first is a little bit more short term, which is that, of course, we all know that AI is taking over the world. And so when it comes to kind of how that is infused, you know, the the thing that we have been really focused on as a company ourselves is not allowing it to be too AI driven of a journey in the DMs, because you want to give people a very streamlined solution of what they're looking for. You know, your chat funnels are not chat GPT. People can't come to you and say, hey, create a travel itinerary for me or a tell me a joke or, you know, all these things that can kind of take you way off track and maybe spit out a response that is totally not you because there is still just not enough. Like it's not advanced enough. I hate to say that because it's very advanced, but in a sense, like the parameters aren't quite there yet to allow you to do that in the DM specifically, just because meta primarily, you know, policy wise doesn't allow you to do everything in there that you would want to, to make sure that those answers are aligned for you. But I do think that that's going to improve over the next year. So within the next year, you know, we're doing a lot of experimentation with using AI for things like email verification and like making sure people are getting sent to the right places. I don't anticipate we're going to ever have a like full, like just open ended kind of response frame where it's. Because then again, you're not giving people that straight shooter solution. It's more of like, let me know anything you need. And maybe at some point that becomes valuable. But right now people kind of want to be told what to do in order to solve that specific issue that they're having. And so for the time being, it does make sense to treat it more like a funnel than like an open-ended conversation. But hopefully we'll be able to, of the like five to 15% of people who might go through a funnel and have additional questions or maybe need a little bit more help redirecting stuff, I anticipate that like we'll be able to automate a lot more over the coming year, which will be exciting. And then the other thing too, which maybe some people have seen is that Meta has been working on these AI assistants and they are personalities that kind of live in your DMs that are not like you 
turning into an AI assistant, but it's more so they can come into conversations or you can talk directly with them. Like, for example, they've got one that looks like Kendall Jenner, but it's called Billy. And so, and it's, it's like a whole, like, I'm your older sister, you know, blah, blah, like that kind of, you know, and they have all these different archetypes and characters. And so we are just keeping a close eye on seeing, you know, how does that potentially integrate or connect with what we are doing right now when it comes to individual businesses, personalities, and will there be a time where it is possible to like feed that AI, you know, let's say all of your podcasts for all time, all of your email copy, even all of your DMs and be able to have it now create a personality around you that makes it even easier for business owners and creators to create something that like immediately feels like you. I think we're still somewhat you know, far away from it, maybe a couple of years, but longer term, that's definitely kind of top of mind for us as we're looking into just like, how do you optimize and help companies get this up and going even faster over time? So one thing I want everyone to do that's listening is go to my Instagram at Jenna Kutcher and comment the word chat. And you can just see what it is we're talking about. You can learn more about Natasha. You can learn more about all the different things that she's doing with business owners and for business owners. So there's options for wherever you are on this journey. What else do people need to do or where can they go to find out more? And by the way, it's totally buried by you. What revenue did we drive through chatbots for my business this year? Yes, $1.4 million. That is insane. Insane. All through organic, automated messages. That's incredible. Okay. Where can everybody find out more about you and learn from you? Yeah. Two main places. So schoolofbots.co is our website. If you want to go check out more examples, more case studies, get some more free content from us to help you get started. Or if you want to work directly with us and you're like, sign me up, where do I get started on this? Um, Our site will take you through all of that and just help you kind of visualize it as well. Since I know with a podcast, sometimes it's tough, which is why going to an example will be helpful and being able to see all that on our site will be useful. And then you can also reach out to me on Instagram with any questions at all you have feedback about the episode, like any thoughts that you have as you're kind of getting started with things at Natasha T. Willis is my Instagram. Awesome. And comment the word chat and you can see all of these different pieces at play. And you can also kind of select which option would work best for you if this is something that you want to get started in. And of course, Natasha built that so you can see her handiwork on the back end, which would be amazing. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. This will not be the last time that you will be on Gold Digger. I can't wait to continue to explore this world with you. And I'm just so grateful you slid in to my DMs with the best cold pitch of my life. Oh my gosh. Yes, that's so true. Literally, our relationship started on Instagram DM, y'all. Cold DM. And we signed that same day and had our first chat funnel up and going within 24 hours. So the inception of the story is just like so perfect for, you know, where we are now. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you everybody for listening. It was such a joy and an honor to be here. Natasha and I both agreed that we probably could have gone on for another five hours. And so this is a topic that you want us to continue diving into. Please let us know on Instagram. I would love to hear what you want to learn about this topic. Again, this is my most covered topic in the last year because I am obsessed with it and the results that it's not only getting me, but it's getting listeners just like you. Again, if you want to see this in action and be connected to Natasha and her resources, hop on over to Instagram, send me a DM with the word chat 
chat, C-H-A-T. Just send me a DM with the word chat and you can experience what one of these funnels looks like and feels like, but you can also be connected to the resources that you are likely going to be seeking out after listening to today's show. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.